0: Everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Royal Strong and True podcast. We are so glad that you're with us today. Like so glad. Like it just tickles me fancy to know that you have decided to put us on your airwaves. It's just wow. This is now an ASMR podcast. Let me just uh. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that made a noise. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, BYU playing Utah Tech today. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, BYU's recap versus Missouri State, uh, BYU women's soccer recap. We're giving you a breakdown of the FIFA World Cup and the corruption that is already occurring in it. So, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Excited. Let's get straight to the episode, guys. Let's bool. Go Tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over
1: here! Back to <laughs> <No>! ah! school.
2: <laughs> Let's, Let's go, wild Let's down. go. Baby. Let's go. <laughs> We're at a waterfall, dude. <laughs> he put his butt down here. <laughs> go, 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 down. go, down.
1: Welcome in, listeners, to yet another episode of the Best Podcast of the Best Team. (laughs) Yes. Who
0: hasn't lost in over, like, what is it now? Like, 10 days?
3: Yeah. More than that. More than that. Probably 14 days.
1: Something like that. We won the bye week. Yes. I would say. It was close, right? We didn't lose the bye week. We didn't cover the spread, but we won. If we were ranked and they put the rankings up, it would say, Idle. For BYU? Idol? Yes. I love Mm -hmm. when they pull out the idols. Yes. BYU, the school of idolatry.
3: Turn your key. Be idol free. Mm -hmm. Amen. Unless you're on a bye week. Uh huh. Then you can idol.
0: Then you're idol. California certified clean idol
2: though.
3: Oh. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Sounds Mm -hmm. fancy. That's like when we were driving my mother-in-law's car the other day. It like turns off whenever you stop. And then restarts. It was like freaky. (laughs) I was like oh no what happened? But then it just starts back up. Is that what
0: happens? Yeah. Like I hear that, like when I'm at like stoplights, like I'll hear cars like start. I was like, oh, that loser stalled. No, it's <laughs> just like a function of cars now.
1: It's
3: yeah. like a new eco thing, That's right? Some cars
1: do it. Like if you push the brake for long enough or like hard enough, it'll just turn off the engine. Mm-hmm. And then you take the foot off the brake, it just starts back up. Weird. Weird. Pretty, pretty crazy.
0: Science. <laughs>
3: Science <laughs> yes. rules.
1: We Boo. have Boo. got Boo. a great episode, folks. We do. A lot of great things to get into. But first things first, I need all of you to get the extra leaves for your table. Oh. Ah, okay. Pull these out for, you know, big family type meals. Maybe you've got one of those coming up soon. Yeah. Couldn't imagine room, why. Extra room at the table. Mm-hmm. Go get the extra leaf. Okay. All right. Why, you might ask. Well, housekeeping. It's time, baby. Yeah, the house is
0: getting kind of dirty after Jared and I have rough house for two episodes <laughs> yes. straight. So yes. it's time to clean up.
3: Yes, good thing you're back, Dan. And, yes. Dan, I think it's time for your favorite segment.
1: Boy, is it ever! Um, it's time for <laughs> proper football.
3: Proper footy,
1: ain't it? Proper. Yes.
3: Proper footy, ain't
1: it? It is. Uh, let's put some beans on the toast. Yes. Crikey! I mean, take
3: <laughs> <laughs> it. Hey, that's Australian footy.
1: Wanker. What? That's that's just the go-to. <laughs> um. Yeah. BYU Women's Soccer is on their, um, I don't know if I'd call it Cinderella run, but they're in the tournament.
3: They're on a tournament run.
1: You might say that. Uh, they played University of Stanford University. University of Stanford <laughs> University? Is this like an IUPUI kind of situation? Yes. <laughs> um, the Cardinal. Not not
3: Cardinals. Nope. No, cardinals. Card- Only one. But not the Pope.
1: Only. No. Just the concept of Cardinal. Mm-hmm. The concept. It's a tree. Stanford. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sandra was a 3-seed, we were a 6-seed. Okay, 3-6 matchup, classic. But we got the dub. Let's go! Um, took extra time. Overtime probably is more accurate. I don't know <laughs> the, the different times <laughs> they add on here and there. Um, took overtime, and then overtime wasn't enough, so it went to penalties.
3: Oh, not this again.
1: Yeah, I remember the video last year of us. <laughs> Uh, in the championship <laughs> and penalties where the girl just goes shh Jamie Shepard just the camera's like zoomed in right on her face and so she just swears on national tone. that's or, right
3: we're, we're getting a lot of that at BYU later. I
0: know her and Kalani can uh, go have yeah, tea on that yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have any more TJ Haases screaming you know, shut the ham up we have like actual
1: curse words flying around campus uh, now getting a little close to Babylon here gosh dang <laughs> uh, that, that player was not in the Penalty lineup. That's probably why. Theio <laughs> administrators called down and were like, "Hey, we can't have this happening." <laughs> um, but luckily, things went better this time, and we won.
3: That's amazing.
0: If I'm not mistaken, they scored their first four. We scored our first four, and then our goalie saved—or sorry, our keeper. Yes, goalkeeper. Yes. Our goal keeper, keep, keeper saved the last shot, and we scored the last shot. Exactly. Yes. Yep. And
3: they—they uh—they subbed out. Their goalkeeper that was during the game, playing the game for a freshman goalkeeper, Tegan Sill, who came in specializing in PKs, and she was the one that saved the PK for the win.
0: Yep. Oh, I thought you were saying that the Stanford did that. And, like, oh, like, okay, <laughs> and it yeah, went terribly. They, they literally allowed all five
1: goals. Okay, understood, understood, understood. Yeah, no, it was BYU, wow. yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. a so, uh, gutsy move. I almost said ballsy, but. Mm. That flies, eggsy, eggsy move, um, but it paid off. We play UNC on Saturday. They are the what are they two seed? Two seed. Yes. Right. Um, Saturday morning probably. I mean, but didn't um, we play UNC at UNC last year too? Uh
3: yes. Uh, I I think year? I don't know. If I'm we played mistaken, them this year. We
0: played UNC at UNC in the tournament and we beat them.
3: Uh, we did right. play UNC in an exhibition this year. We lost yes. 0-2 at their field. So, revenge game.
1: Preseason game. Preseason revenge game. We're
3: doing revenge games right now. And then last year we played Virginia. Ah. Yes. yes. Virginia was the That's ACC team. Yes, yes. But that, that was also. ACC games meshed together. That was also a revenge game. Mm-hmm. So, we got some vibes. Okay. right? We do like revenge games. lost to UVU, beat UVU. We lost to UNC. Now we're going to go beat them. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like Love that. It.
1: Love it. Um, yeah, let's hope the dream run continues. And let me just remind you, we have one senior who doesn't even play very much. <laughs> oh, That's holy. wild. Everyone else is coming back.
3: And this is not uh, the. This is not college basketball or college football where players will leave early. No, no. These players will be here next year. They'll
1: be here as long as they can. That They'll is going to up, be... F- like, be drafted
0: and still be playing on our team. Exactly. exactly.
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. That's yeah. but,
3: <laughs> wild. But... That's good for BYU. We'll good take for BYU. it. Very good. <laughs> imagine if they drafted Tyler Algier, but he stayed for this season. Can you imagine?
1: That would be so
0: weird. Question Could that. you imagine that in the NFL if like somebody was like, Yeah, I want to stay in college, but like keep me
1: on the roster? Yeah, they just draft Wait. the rights to him, but he's not going to the NFL yet.
3: That would be so weird. The NCAA definitely wouldn't allow that, right? I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean, it's
0: don't kind of like, there, I don't know. You know what kind of reminds me of? All the baseball players that get drafted. Oh my gosh. Like they're yes. Drafted. But they're like, nah, screw it. I'm going to go play quarterback instead. Yeah. Yeah, true.
3: Or like Danny Ainge. He Kyle played. Murray,
0: Patrick Mahomes, Danny Ainge. Yeah. Really there. He actually did play both he at played, the same time. Which you know? was wild. <laughs> like literally at the same, in the same season. He was playing both. Yeah.
1: Michael Jordan. Oh,
3: <laughs> famous baseball player. Storied
1: baseball player. A flop there.
3: <laughs> uh, anyway, back to uh, footy, okay. as they say. Uh, we have a large announcement oh, coming wow. from the Royal Strong and True podcast uh, exclusively.
1: Breaking news. Breaking, Breaking news. Do, 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 do.
3: World Cup starts on Sunday, everybody.
1: You heard it here first. Let's so. go. Sunday.
3: <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, so- Sunday. Oh, not in the world. I got
0: uh, Blimey. Blimey. Oh, bloody
3: hell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we're gonna give you guys a quick rundown of the World Cup, because we know it happens every four years, and let's, let's hope that it stays every four years. It's been a push to move it every three years. Mm -hmm. I like it that it's every four. It makes it more meaningful.
1: Yeah, Uh, the Olympics?
3: Yeah, exactly. It's like the Olympics, except better, because it's, well, I guess the draws are still rigged and everything, but...
1: Uh, Probably way more rigged.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so this is how it works. Um, We'll kind of just walk you through a couple of the things to catch all of our uh, American football fans up to speed on proper football in the world.
1: You know what President Nelson said? Good entertainment is based on good information. Ah. Ah. We're here for you all to have a good time this World Cup and enjoy it like never before. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. Um, so just to give some context, uh, I I was reading up on the World Cup and why it's being played in the winter because normally it's a summer event. Yeah, funny story. So, uh, it was definitely, the draw was rigged and Qatar got picked because of corruption and payoffs. Right. And, uh, Qatar, they promised that the stadiums would be air conditioned and that there would be artificial flying clouds to shade the stadiums. Huh? The, the mock-ups <laughs> literally looked like something out of a Marvel movie like, like
0: just like flying like a bunch of blimps
3: like you know in the first Avengers when they go on like the helicarrier that's like a flying aircraft carrier Yeah, that's basically what it was
1: it's a real thing <laughs> <laughs> that's they said <laughs> what? Yeah. that's not it,
0: even possible
3: I know that, and they didn't even come close and so uh, even with all that if it had been it was still going to be 105 degrees in the shade because it's the Middle East um, and yeah. so that's why it's being played in the winter. Fun fact.
1: Yeah, only like 85 degrees now, which is more manageable. It's <laughs> balmy. Yeah. yeah. Definitely warm if you're running that. around for you know, 10 miles in a couple hours. But, you know,
3: Will know. they have hydration it's breaks? Host-y.
1: Hydration breaks. Ooh, mm. I don't know. Will they actually stop the
0: clock? Probably not. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Depends on who's ahead, I would guess. This is FIFA we're talking about, right? <laughs>
0: very true. Yep, very true.
3: Uh, Anyway, this is how the groups work. There's eight groups of four countries each four teams you play everybody in your group first Three points for a win one point for a draw zero for a loss And then at the end of playing pool play the top two teams on points will advance with the first place team playing the second place team of another group and vice versa and then if the teams are tied the tiebreakers are head-to-head first, right? so if United States and Wales are tied then we take the winner if they tied they'd go to goal differential in group play um and then if they're still tied they would go to total s- goals scored in group play and if they're still tied after that then it goes to like fair or like wh- what's it called they have like some word for like uh sportsmanlike play and so if you get a yellow card it's minus 1 point if you get a red card it's like minus 3 points it's
0: like fifa fair play or something yeah I don't
3: oh. know. anyway i just
0: remember it being on uh, like all like the soccer jerseys yeah. Yeah. Like kids wore the school. But anyway. I don't know about FIFA.
3: Then after that you'd advance to the knockout round, which is a single elimination.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, so that's how it all works. There's all these different groups. Let's talk about Team USA's group. Oh. We are in group
3: B. B for bludgeoning.
1: B for uh, I was trying to think of an American thing starts with B. Barbecue. Ooh, nice. I like it. Banjos. Banjos. That's what our That's pretty American. (laughs) Boilers. Uh, In our Boilermakers. Boilers. Boilermakers? Yeah, Purdue. Okay. Ah. (laughs) We've got England. Ooh. It's coming home. The rivalry. Perennial you know, top tier team, but perennial losing the final or not even get to the final. (laughs) Or lose. England
0: L, where's your T at? Check the harbor, losers.
1: Ooh so fun to be in England. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as an American. Oh,
3: it's going to be awesome.
1: Uh, yeah, so we got England. We've got Wales.
3: Mm, basically England, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the difference is between Wales, Ireland, Scotland, Isle of Man, who knows what. Um, but Wales don't sleep on Wales mm. because they qualified for the World Cup and they're in Europe. Oh. Which is saying a lot.
3: That is that is saying a lot. It's
1: not easy to qualify for the World Cup in Europe because you know they like to have teams from different regions. <laughs> there there are good teams from Europe who are better than other teams in the World Cup, but they don't qualify. Italy. If you want a football example, um, if we have the best teams are in the Big 12, but only like one of them can go to the playoff because you know, they only have a championship game. Well, they don't take the other one takes a late loss. Same thing. Yep. For example, Italy, not in the World Cup.
3: Even though they won the Euro Cup literally two oh, years yeah.
1: ago. <laughs> they had a couple bad games, not gonna cut it in Europe. That they sucks. Did not <laughs> so we got Wales and finally, I ran. Iran. 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 And Iran. Yes. I
2: ran so far
1: away. Um, we didn't mention the FIFA rankings. Huh? Oh, yes. Which are kind of a load of BS, like the AP poll slash college <laughs> football playoff. Bled- Relatively close sometimes.
3: It's it's good to like get like a snapshot, right? Just kinda like gauge is this team good or is it is it bad, right? Yeah. Just it's, relatively. It's
1: almost accurate relatively, you know, when you compare teams. <laughs> so they're like week three college basketball rankings. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> that's yeah, that's pretty close. <laughs> England is fifth in Kay. the whole world. Okay. We are sixteenth in the world. Wales are nineteenth, oh. right, right behind us, and our Iran twentieth. That's so pretty close. It's a pretty close group. Um, some say it's the group of death. Oh.
3: Uh, so I did some analysis. Okay. Uh, our group. So I I put all the FIFA rankings and I added them all up together. So again, partially biased. Our group is the hardest by far. We have the highest ranked teams by a large margin. Yeah,
1: huh. like the highest average ranking. Yes.
3: Yes, it's by a large strong. margin. Yeah. And is it just me or does this happen like every freaking year? The US always gets a potato draw, like Yeah. I don't know. Okay, I, I remember in 2014 we played we had like Ghana and Portugal in our group, mm-hmm. and they were both top 20 teams too. Tricky. Tricky, tricky.
1: Um I think one thing that changes things this year is that we are actually good. Hey. <laughs> oh. um, our strengths, we have some strengths and weaknesses of course. Of course. Our strengths are our forwards. Mm. including Pulisic, Giurana, Brendan Aronson, Timothy Weah. They're all lethal. Household all names. Threats. Remember those names. And our midfield is also good. We've got the MMA midfield is his <laughs> nickname. Uh, Weston McKinney. Let's go. Pusa, And Tyler Adams.
3: Weston McKinney, the uh, Harry Potter fan, always does the wand celebration.
1: The Harry Potter fan and the guy who plays for a club in Italy. Ah, that's true. Uh, they made a show about his club, Juventus, Juve. and everyone laughed at him because he likes ranch with his pizza. <laughs> 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 all yeah. the Italians scoffed at it. That's American. <laughs> that's very American. Hey,
3: hand up. I like ranch pizza. Yeah,
1: I like ranch uh, pizza uh, too. I won't, it's okay I won't turn it down. Yeah. Like, it's,
0: it's not my like number one pizza option, but I'll I'll do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, our weaknesses are striker, defense, <laughs> and the biggest one of all, coaching. <laughs> Might hurt us.
3: <laughs> that's not a that's not a good weakness to have, I'm going to be honest. Yes.
1: <laughs> our players are much better than our coach and <laughs> I mean, at our best we can hang with some of the top teams. Mm-hmm. Maybe not beat them, but be close. At our worst, we can, you know, crash out of the group win one or zero games. <laughs> we'll see what happens.
3: Uh, I think what the expectations going into the World Cup for the men's national team, I think, is to make the knockout right, round, right? Yes. At least. Yes. I think that should be the number one goal. And I think that's doable. It's doable. It'll be tough, but it's doable.
1: Yeah, not a given, but we are the second highest ranked team. The two top teams advance. We should, according to that, advance. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see if we live up to that.
3: Nice. <laughs> yes. Um, if we do advance, we will face the runner, the, the winner of Group A if we are second place or the runner-ups, right? Which will probably be Netherlands. They'll probably win Group A. Mm-hmm. Or we'll face Senegal or Ecuador um, as the if, if we were to win the group. But uh, that's pretty tough. Netherlands has a good squad. But it's not as bad as it could be. Yes. So I, it's lining up semi-favorably, but we have to see what kind of form we're in in the group stage.
1: Yeah, the way I look at it, it'd probably be harder for us to get out of the group than for us to win that next game.
3: I agree, yes.
1: So we just gotta get out and then we can have a, you no, know, not an easy game, but a very manageable next round game and then we're into the Elite Eight, or whatever they call it.
3: Which would be like the first time in <laughs> how many years? <laughs> yeah, it
1: doesn't happen for us. Yes, we're getting much better.
3: We are getting much should, better. Add. Woo! Um, Matches begin Sunday, 9 a.m., FS1. Ka'a are playing Equal, uh, Equator, as some would say. Um, Team USA plays their first match Monday at noon on Fox versus Wales. And uh, because Qatar is plus 10 hours, 10 hours ahead of us, matches will begin at 3 a.m., 6 a.m., 9 a.m., and noon. So you can thank the FIFA committee for that one.
0: Apparently, uh, I just read this on Twitter. I know nothing about FIFA. That's why I'm kind of staying (laughs) silent during this segment. But apparently, uh, for that first game between uh, Qatar and Ecuador, we are already on Corruption Watch. Oh! um, I'm going to botch this name because I don't know Arabic, but Amjad Taha. Cool. Sounds sounds right. Who is a strategic political affairs expert and uh, the head of the British Center for Middle East Studies and Research.
3: Legit, okay. probably. Yeah, he's legit, and he's, he's got like,
0: some position. he's actually, yeah. He's got does he have a, a blue, blue check mark? He does, and oh. when you click on it, he doesn't pay for Twitter blue. He is notable in government. Oh. That's why he has it, and he says exclusive: Qatar bribed eight Ecuadorian players, seven point four million dollars, to lose the opener one zero, giving up a goal in the second half.
2: Five, <laughs>
0: Five Qatari and Ecuador insiders confirmed this. Five. <laughs> uh oh. So uh, we're already on corruption watch. If Qatar yes, no. wins that game 1-0, then you know what happened.
3: Dude, going into sacrament meeting will be fiery <laughs> after <laughs> watching a corrupt game. Oh, that'll be fun. Love it.
1: It'll be like if Georgia loses to Tennessee, a- SEC champion. Yes,
3: it totally will be. Same
1: thing. <laughs> the good thing it's not testimony
0: meeting
3: this week. Okay. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Get up, bear your testimony. <laughs> I've uh, my
0: testimony that FIFA is the most corrupt organization on the face of this earth. Everyone would go, amen,
1: hallelujah. Hear, hear. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so that's how the World Cup works. Um, I have two teams to watch for, Ooh. or two of my favorite teams that I'll be following closely besides the U.S. One of them is Argentina. Ooh. Uh. It's Leo Messi's last World <gasps> Cup, he has said. Uh, they've never won a World Cup or... Not with Messi. Not with Not Messi. Not with Messi. <laughs> <Should've>. <laughs> um, and Messi had never won any sort of international tournament until the last one in South America, Copa America, which he won. Ooh! They're peaking uh... at the right time. He can go out with a bang. Can he win the World Cup and finally be the greatest ever? Wow. I
3: That's remember in the 2014 true. World Cup, they made it to the the final game, mm-hmm. lost to Germany in extra time. This could be a revenge game or this a revenge is, tournament for Messi. This is
1: the greatest player in the world's last chance to win the World Cup. If you didn't have a reason to
3: watch this, now you do. <laughs>
1: yes. Um, and finally, Spain. Ooh, España. I like Spain because they're young. They're kind of beautiful. Like They're not like the Brazils who just like, get touched and go rolling 20 yards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're young. They're good. Their players are pretty likable. And... Yeah, they just play well together. They're a fun team to watch. So I'll be looking forward to watching Spain. All
3: right. I like that. I like young teams yeah. that play with the fire and the intensity. Yes. They're not, like, trying to gamesmanship their way through the games. They want to score lots of goals. I, and and Spain does play a very beautiful brand of soccer. The passing is immaculate.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, man. I'm so excited for World Cup.
0: My team's to watch for no particular reason. I just looked at the list right. and this Let's is go. I saw. Keep an eye on Croatia and Croatia. keep an eye on South Korea. Oh, yeah. Okay. Those,
1: that's, those are good options. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. Those are just who I'm picking. Croatia has those chessboard uniforms. Yes. Those, the black and white, or red and white squares.
3: Very nice. South Korea. Yeah, <laughs> Asia. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I, I guess we're all giving our teams to watch, yeah, so out uh-huh. two more teams. I I gotta pick some two some two teams. Obviously, I'm gonna go with Qatar because of the corruption. <laughs> <laughs> gotta watch those games, sure. especially uh-huh. the yeah. first one. Um, and then my second one is going to be. Actually, I'm gonna give you. No, I'll, I'll just go with one. I'm gonna go with Brazil. Okay. Brazil has kind of. Drop the ball, shall we say, in the last couple of World
1: Cups,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, specifically in twenty fourteen when they lost seven to nil to Germany Um, in the what was it, the the semifinal game in at home? Yeah, Yeah. Um, Brazil's ranked number one in the world. They are one of the odds-on favorites. I think they're number two to win the World Cup. Neymar. So be watching them. They're definitely one of those top teams and uh, South American teams. I, I have a tendency to root for South American teams over Europe teams just because South American teams don't tend to win as much uh, as the European teams. So those are my teams to watch.
1: Fair enough. One last nugget Ooh. I failed to mention with Argentina. Ah. They do love their uh, asado. Yes. Do True. True. Yes. Yes. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Argentina and Uruguay uh-huh. brought... 2,000 pounds of beef with them. What? To Qatar. <laughs> they let them eat during the World Cup. Why? <laughs> Fun facts. <laughs> 2,000? Jeff Shumlay would be very happy to be there. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. With his Argentine barbecue.
3: He probably is there. He's probably the, <laughs> <laughs> the chef for oh, the yeah. team. Who yes. do you think
1: cut up all that meat? <laughs> they love their meat out there.
3: Oh, that is so funny. I love this. I... The World Cup is as much a spectacle as it is a sporting event. Yep. It's going to be amazing. It's fun. Um, what do you think the noisemaker this year is going to be? Are they going to have the... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Or, never mind. It's I'm like, not going to go there. Are, oh,
1: it's a classic. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs>
3: yeah, World Cup going to be fun. Ooh. We're going to recap it. It's going to be amazing.
1: Yep. hopefully the U.S. does well. If not... The next World Cup is in U.S., Canada, Mexico. Oh, that's right. 2026. Wait, one more, one more thing.
3: Oh, I love this. We
1: have... Well, okay. I'm going to say we have the youngest team in the whole World Cup. Okay. Now, that's not technically true because we surprisingly... Selected a 35 year old defender to come with (laughs) us who has not really played for us in a few years. Nice. Nice, Greg. We have the oldest, but not quantitative. If he wasn't coming, we would have the youngest team. Let's just
3: leave him home just for the token.
1: Yeah. That's who this American team is. He's the one Kent of this team. (laughs) Young, rising generation. They'll be peaking next World Cup, not this one. Okay. He's exactly the Roy Kent of this team, right? Old defender. Yep. Uh, Old crotch. Arguably guy. shouldn't even be on the team. He's got... the he have a beard? I think he has a little bit of a beard.
3: So who in this situation is Jamie Tart then? Is that Pulisic?
1: Yes. Uh, I think it would be Gio Reyna. G- <laughs> yes! Yes, it <laughs> would be. He's got the ego. He's got the <laughs> attitude.
3: He's got the baby face too. So
2: does
1: that make Pulisic
0: Sam?
3: Sam Abbasagna? Yeah. Yeah. Is Sam or who's that Mexican guy...
0: Danny Rojas. Football is life. Denny <laughs> Rojas. Danny Rojas Danny <laughs> Ross. Ross. <laughs> so
3: oh, dude. I just am missing Ted Lasso so much. By the way, Ted Lasso wrote letters to each of the players selected to, for the team and posted on billboards in their hometown. So, go Ted.
1: He's our, <laughs> he's our old defender. <laughs> yeah, that's
3: literally where we can. He's literally drinking, what is that, champagne? It's like
1: a gallon-sized wine bottle. <laughs> that's where
3: I can't right there,
1: dude. Okay. Awesome. Coach Beard is doing a World Cup. Podcast. Let's uh, go! With, like some British woman sports commentator. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. Hey. I listened to the first episode. It's pretty fun. All right. I'll, listen. I'll yeah. give it a listen. I can it's give it a funny listen. Guy. Well, moving on from footy. <laughs> wow. That was something. That Thank was something. You for listening to all that. Yeah. If We're going <laughs> to
0: talk a little bit about men's basketball. We do have to talk about it because BYU did play in a game versus Missouri State. Mm. We played them tough last year in Missouri. And this year in Provo we played them tough again. Did
1: you guys have the chance to watch this game?
3: I did. Oh. Yes, I uh, I did.
1: I watched some of it. I think I watched the second half. Okay. Okay. The was, second
3: half was much better than the first half. Yeah. I was <laughs> able
1: to watch all of it too.
3: Uh first thing first, Noah Waterman. Yeah. One, this guy needs a barber. Two.
2: <laughs>
0: he,
3: he was lights out yeah. from three. Noah Waterman. More like Noah Splashman. Oh, baby, got That's him. That's water. I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, five to six from three. He was our leading scorer.
0: Started out five, five for five.
3: Right. Yeah. And I don't blame him for taking the sixth one. Right.
0: He literally didn't shoot anything else. He's he was literally five to <laughs> six from the field. Five to six from
3: three. Hey. Wow. We'll take it.
0: He's six eleven too. Yeah. What's he doing? Heck, we'll take
3: it. We'll take it. At this point, I'll take anything.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, one notable thing about this game that I wanted to uh, wanted to discuss, um, Fusini Treori had a tough game. Mm. Okay. He played very uh, poorly at times. Lackluster. He was playing well in defense, but
3: um, he had three blocks. So
0: many, yeah, many times when he got the ball in the post, he was bringing the ball down low and turning the ball over, or he was just missing the shots that he normally makes. <laughs> so with him struggling, you kind of wonder who do we have at big. But then, Atiki Ali Atiki came in and played himself one heck of a freaking game. Oh, yes, he did. Playing extremely well defensively, setting screens, and not only was he just setting screens and blocking shots, but he also played well offensively, too. On the block, Mm. one-on-one, made some nice patient pivots that we did not see last year, and scored. Like Atiki played himself one heck of a game, so it's nice to see... When Fu struggles, we do have a Tiki that can step up. Yeah,
3: in the efficiency ratings, Noah Waterman was number one for BYU. A tiki, number two. Yeah, and it was close. Like he played really well.
1: Yeah, Tiki played great. Yeah, he's come a long way, and he's he's always been super athletic. Mm-hmm. So to see him add some more touch, some more finesse, more skills is a great sign for BYU.
3: Great sign, great sign. Uh, one of the one of the other things I wanted to mention, um, throughout the game we had. 10 turnovers in the first half, three in the second half. Yeah, Huge best. improvement, right? Because we've been averaging yes. 23 and a half per game Whew. coming into this one. Now it's down to under 20. That's bad, by the way. I mean, you know that what that is, change was? That is bad.
0: <laughs> Rudy Williams played the majority of the first half. He did not play the majority of the oh, second half. Oh. Interesting.
3: the
1: majority of the second half.
3: Interesting. Dallas
1: will come up later.
3: He will come up later. Um, but one thing that did not improve and has been horrible this whole season 55% from the free throw line 11 yeah. of 20 Ooh. yeah yikes how did we, <laughs> we win this
1: game uh
3: yeah. yeah that's gonna have to improve if we're gonna go over 500 this year has to improve free throws yeah and it wasn't like it was our bigs like Atiki went one of two that's fine Dallin Hall missed two Trey Stewart missed one uh Spencer Johnson went one of four dude you're guard nice. bro yeah yeah uh, wow. Jackson Robinson went 2 of 2. Gideon George, 2 of 4. Love Gideon. Why did he try out for the NBA?
0: Oh my gosh. I <laughs> telling him he has the NBA tricks. <laughs> I telling him. Oh, that.
3: I don't know. It's obviously gotten to his head. That's or I, I don't even. He yeah.
0: literally, like, when he's dribbling the ball up the court, he looks like he's moving in slow motion. <laughs> like, I just don't get it. I, oh I don't get the way he dribbles. It looks like he carries it every single time, but he doesn't.
3: Also, Rudy Williams does the same thing, where it's like every dribble, he's like picking the ball up with his hand and moving it around. Uh Yeah, I don't know.
1: This is weird. Yep. It was a close game, came down to the wire, but we won. We did.
0: Ended up winning on a buzzer beater from a true freshman return missionary. (laughs) We said Dallin Hall's name would come up again. Here he is. Once again, BYU had the ball. It was a tie game. Well, not necessarily. Well, I guess I shouldn't say once again because when Spencer Johnson hit the game winner, they were they were down one. Anyway, or are down two. Not whatever it was. Anyway, whatever. Dallin Hall had the ball, tie game, ran the play. The play broke. The, like the Missouri State defended the ball extremely well. Completely blew up their play. So Dallin Hall had to make a move in the post, one on one against a guard, and he banked it in and just made. The
1: shot of his life, so far. Yeah? Yeah, good for him.
3: Uh, here's my question. What does it say about our team that our game-winning play was the lasso special? <laughs> we literally ran, like, three verts from the baseline with a hard slant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes,
2: we did. Yeah, we did. Passed
3: it to downhaul, who went. They were supposed to be someone that was drawn to downhaul, but they didn't, right? And <laughs> the game was literally in the hands of a returned missionary, true freshman who had four points all night. Mm-hmm. What does that say about our team?
0: I love it. I love it. Two games now, we have hit buzzer beaters or game-winning shots or to put us ahead that have come off of broken plays. But the guy with the ball understood the game of basketball and did what he had to do to put the ball in the basket. So that means we have guys that know the game of basketball on our team. So I love it.
1: Yeah, Hall is obviously very fresh still. Ooh, I see what you did there. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Might man. say if fresh man. <laughs> um, if he went to my mission, he probably would still have his rice cheek. <laughs> 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 but he played a lot in the second half and you know, did pretty decently. At the end, something interesting, they kept switching him and Trey Stewart on, on offense versus defense. Yeah. Okay. Um, they put Trey Stewart on to defend, and then there'd be a dead balls the end of the game. There's always lots of downtime. Mm-hmm. They'd switch down Holland to play offense and then switch it back. So yeah. interesting. interesting strategy and yeah. interesting look at each of those players. Yeah, that's
0: kind
3: of fun. Uh, this is what I saw from this game. This season is going to be wildly entertaining. <laughs> Ooh,
2: yeah.
3: We, this team, yeah. like literally we've played Idaho State, like borderline FCS, or I guess this is basketball, so we're all, division all <laughs> in division. Anyway, Idaho State, No, no need to say more nationally ranked top 20 San Diego state and then Missouri state. Like that is a wide variety of teams and they have all been close games. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just excited because oh, I think this year is going to be wild. We're going to have situations like this where we're just running football on a basketball court and yeah. it's going to <laughs> take it down to the wire. I don't know. I'm excited. I have no idea who's going to be taking the shots at the end of the game, but I, I think this is going to be entertaining. Maybe we won't win a lot of games, but at the very least, it'll be entertaining.
0: You know how you oh, just yeah. said we played bad, good, bad? Our next three games are Nickel State. <laughs> bad. USC. Good. Who, relatively, they lost a bye game, but sure. And then Westminster. <laughs> Westminster. <laughs> so our first six games is literally bad, good, bad, bad, good, bad.
3: Is USC part of the battle for Atlantis? They are, yes. They are. So we'll, so play, we'll, we'll play, play two other game games. TV, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Which <laughs> we're going to play Tennessee or Butler. After the USC game, so Yikes. <laughs> that one's, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, but hey, Gonzaga got absolutely ballywhopped. Slobberknocker yes. by uh, Texas, so uh, maybe they're gettable this year, right? Gettable. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. Okay. This
0: is our year to win the the WCC. Yes,
3: for the last time.
0: Good thing the year it's opened up is the year we have one of our worst teams in the WCC. <laughs> yeah. Incredible, perfect timing. I think that's enough miscellaneous sports talk, don't you guys think? Yes. Yes, sir. Uh,
3: we are a uh, American football podcast, as it were. Yeah. Real, football. Real football. Real football.
0: Real football. Yep.
3: So let's get to it. Let's, let's get talk to talk
0: about BYU football, who does have a game this week. Almost a bye. Not quite a bye. They play an FCS school in Utah Tech University, known to some of the people that refuse to let it go out there as Dixie State still. Oh. Ooh. They're an FCS school. They're four wow, and six. <laughs> We've talked about it. They've kinda they struggled early in the year, but are since on a three game win streak, one of those wins, at a nationally ranked FCS team that they beat. Uh oh. Oh Stephen F. Austin. So Utah Tech mm-hmm. is on a bit of a hot streak. They're talking trash, saying that BYU was only good as as Sacramento State this year. Which what?
3: Sacramento State is ten and zero. Yep. So sure.
0: I mean that's and they dominated Utah Tech. So yeah, like they won by twenty three, so it's not, it's not bad. So what do you guys see in this
3: game? Uh, here's my thing. I'm going to start with BYU. Um, running backs coach Harvey Unger said that we're probably going to get Chris Brooks back.
2: Okay.
0: Don't and like Miles that.
3: Davis, right? uh, they've been practicing, or Miles has, but you, you know how they are. Who knows what that means? Um, like I, I, I get it. Chris Brooks, like he came here to, to play football, probably. Yeah, um,
1: like <laughs> Houston Henry. <Lake. laughs> <laughs> oh
3: um, but I, I'm gonna be honest. I want to see Hinkler Opati in this game, dude. I want to see the future. That's what I want to see in this game. Is I want to see the future of BYU. I don't. I love honoring the seniors. I just don't like that it's against Utah Tech because then we're gonna feel like we need to play the seniors more and get them their time, right? Yeah. Whereas this is should be the game where we're playing our backups. We're playing uh, Jacob Conover, Cade Finnegan, Hinkler Opati uh brayden cosper is getting a lot of looks you know like we're going deep down the depth chart in order to prepare for next year and i don't think we're going to get that this game because we want to honor all of these guys leaving
1: yeah have you guys seen the list of players they're honoring <laughs> it's, it's, it's about 40 <laughs> players long <laughs> it's gonna be a long pre-game ceremony <laughs> with them calling everyone out
3: they better start at noon <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: for real uh yeah i agree with jared i hope that all of our seniors who actually you know, are important for us. Of course, everyone is important, you know, and all that stuff. But all of our seniors who make us better. <laughs> I, I, I don't know a good way to say it, actually. I hope our starting seniors can be done by halftime at the latest. Good way to put it. And we can you know, get other people some, mi- some minutes.
0: Yeah, we want to see guys like Dom Henry, Corbin Green, Quentin Rice. We want to see those three guys on the field. Just throwing names out, you just know, yeah. just yeah, random names out there, picking you know? them from the depth chart. No particular yeah. reason why we support those three in particular, but uh, you know, yeah. just throwing it out there. Yeah, S- some vibes out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Corbin Green, Dom Henry, Quentin Rice, gonna play. Yeah, just
3: one, one more time for us. Corbin, Corbin Green, Quentin Dom, Rice, and Dom Henry. Right? Dom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Corbin All right.
0: Green, Dom Henry, Quentin Rice.
3: Game. And oh, done oh, at halftime. Done yes. at halftime. Yes, yes. but He's but two He's pick two, two pick sixes. sixes. Two yeah. pick sixes.
0: <laughs> yep. We told him he was gonna have a pick six every game. Unfortunately, <laughs> <not> <laughs> not uh,
3: yet. yeah, not yet.
0: <laughs> he might get 12 in this game. Yes.
3: <laughs> to make up for it. Uh. Anyway, speaking of pick sixes, uh, Utah Tech loves to throw the ball, so they have moved up from Division II recently. And so they technically can't be included in the NCAA stat sheet because, as you know, the NCAA loves pushing around little kids. You know, they, they're like the, the playground bully, right? Um, yep. But if Utah Tech were allowed in the record book, they would have the sixth best passing offense in the FCS. Wow. They, are, they have a good, a good to great offense, uh, and they struggle on defense. They're averaging okay. over 30 points a game. But they're averaging giving up like almost 35 points a game.
0: Um, Old school Big 12 style.
3: Yes. So I expect us to win this game very handily because our cornerbacks, well, if utilized correctly, are way better than the wide receivers. And so this should be a short amount of possessions uh, for Utah Tech, which results in more possessions for us, which means we put up a lot of points in the first half. Get our backups in at halftime like Dan said.
1: So, our weakness the last whole season <laughs> <laughs> has been our defense. Agreed. Their strength is their offense. Mm. That being said, they're an FCS school. We, are, we were ranked number 12 earlier this season. Not to flex. No big deal. <laughs> at one point. Utah Tech. Yeah. You know, not important. At one point, we were like um, New Year's
0: 6 conversation. Yeah.
1: We were gonna win out and be in the playoffs. Yeah, we were gonna go to the playoffs. you know, yeah, we're gonna, yeah. stuff happens. <laughs> um, I'm hoping our defense looks very confident, mm. very, you know, easy, very dominant. Yes. And they can kind of get some good reps for themselves in there. Mm-hmm. I like that.
3: I I, I agree. I want to see us motivated. Yes. I want to see us play with fire. I know it's Utah Tech. I know we should walk all over these guys, but I still want us to come out and take some kid's head off. Some poor, like, 6'3", 185-pound wide receiver.
1: Oof.
3: Yeah. Like, I I just yeah. want to see fire Those from our just team.
1: just random dimensions, by the way. <laughs> yes.
3: Like Idaho State's punter <laughs> last year. <laughs> oh, remember that guy? Man. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, my gosh. This is true. He's like 130 pounds. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I absolutely Slater agree man.
0: with you guys. I just want to see domination. Complete, utter domination. Yep. Don't play with our food.
3: Go out, dominate. Is there any reason that this should be a 27 to 21 win for Utah Tech, as stated by uh, one of Utah Tech's wide receivers? If
0: that happens, Absolutely not. Just burn down the stadium, cut the football program, transfer our football program over to BYU Idaho and Ooh. revive Ricks College. Yes, right.
3: Ricks. I would love a big Ricks, Ricks sweatshirt. College football. No yep. memes coming from that one.
1: <laughs> uh, is there is there a spread for this game? Do they do those? I I have not seen yes. one. Normally
0: they don't do it for FPS FCS games. Yeah. So you fun. have to go. You have to You'd go to ha- like some pretty sicko websites. To oh, yes, of, like, like backwoods sports <laughs> books that are putting numbers on it.
3: You pick up your moonshine along the way. Like
0: a dark yeah. lamp or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. You anyth- the, get your VPN in the Cayman <laughs> Islands. <laughs> yeah.
3: Anything else about this game? I mean,
0: it's, it's an like, FCS game. You know, there's what, not a ton to talk about. Like we said, we want to see our starters out of the half. We want to see guys like Jacob Conover in the game, like you know Ooh. Don Henry, Corbin Green, Quentin Rice. No particular reason those three. We want to see guys like, kind of like we talked about on on the previous episode. We want to see guys that want to be with BYU mm. on the field. Yes. If there are people that want to transfer, don't let them see the light of day. Mm. Keep them on the sideline. Lock
3: them in a box.
0: Don't get, <laughs> don't even give them coats. Just put them <laughs> on the sidelines. In just their shoulder pads. Oh, there you go. And the guys that are going to try to go to the NFL and that want to be here next year, put them on the field. Yeah.
3: I, yep. If they don't want to play, tell them the game's at 5.30. <laughs> there we go. What
1: time is the game? One thirty. One thirty. Oh, it's at 1.30 <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
3: All these guys show up. It's cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, wouldn't put it past some of the guys on our team. Anyway, um, moving on. Let's move on to college football week 12. Uh, I have nicknamed this week the calm before the storm, huh? because this is the week when everybody in the ACC and the SEC plays Patsies, uh, their second FCS school of the of the year, or a low five or a lower uh, a lower G five school. Um, so,
0: Coda's here. What do that? we got going on?
3: Um, anyway, so there's not a ton of really great games this week. There are some. The games that there are that are interesting are super interesting, right? Oregon, Utah, USC, UCLA, a couple others. We'll get to them. Um, But these are going to be our first sniff of rivalries. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot of sicko mode games, and then there will be some big games. So, uh, should we start out with the Tipsy Ten picks? Let's do it. Should should we give uh, the listeners just a little recap of the standings? Absolutely. Yeah,
0: sure. Let's go for it. Now that I'm tied for first, I would love that. Stop the count. (laughs)
3: <laughs> um, so, Dan Justin, tied 65 and 52. Mm-hmm. That is a 55.5% winning percentage. <laughs> that's good. That's that's over 500. Yes, sir. I am also over 500. Hey. Are you? Hey. Coming in at 59 and 58. Hey. <laughs> hey. Solid 50.4% winning percentage. Only okay.
0: six games
3: behind. And then uh, the fans that we, that we recognize... <laughs> Very, very well doesn't count. 66 and 64 to 60% winning percentage
0: wow make your schedule <laughs> yeah doesn't count doesn't,
1: count. Doesn't count. Doesn't, doesn't count. count
3: doesn't count doesn't count unless we're beating them and then it will count Venable Venable. then it will count
1: then it will counts double <laughs> what do you say we get to the
0: tipsy ten folks let's <laughs> do it break out the Whoa. dukes
3: The what do they call them the dooskies the... is that what they call them Doosky? is that what Doosky? Sean White what? called it the dooskies Doosky? the Mountain Dews scene well. oh Uh, scene Uh, white yes maybe yeah yeah,
0: like a brewski is like a beer so like a dooski yeah why not Yeah, sure break them out folks anyway break them out let's go (laughs) let's start out 10am Fox we have number 4 TCU the Hypno Toads, who are 2.5 point road favorites at Baylor the Bears the Bears the
3: Bears
0: 82% of the fans selected TCU to win this football game whoa what do you guys got
3: this is an interesting one. Obviously, TCU coming off of that dominant performance versus Texas. The game honestly wasn't as close as the final score uh, said it was because Texas scored in like the last two minutes um, to cut it to seven. TCU is only a two-and-a-half point favorite, though. They're going mm-hmm. to Baylor. Baylor just got skwampused by Kansas State last week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's what I'm looking at. TCU lost to Baylor mm-hmm. in mid-October in 2014. That loss, along with the Big 12's incompetency and refusal to have a championship game, cost them a playoff spot. Rightly so, because the Ohio State University got in over them and ended up winning the whole thing, no sweat. Um, But I think TCU, with all the players on the team, obviously they were all still there back in 2014, still on the team. Um, Eight years
0: later, Yes. extra COVID year.
3: Exactly, COVID year, all yeah, that. Um, forget about that. Yeah. Uh, they are going to be ready to fight. They are going to want to avenge Travon Boykin. Trevon and Boykin. TCU is going to win this game handily. Two and a half point favorites. Lay, that, lay those points. And uh, TCU by a billion. Give me the horny frogs.
1: Okay. Right. Who you got, Dan? I got TCU as well. And I got them covering the spread. Let's go. Put your mortgage in units of Cheez-Its on that bet. <laughs> Let's go. I'm going with TCU
0: as well. Hopefully that's not Uh-oh. bad juju. We Uh-oh. have a sweep. Though we all did right. have two sweeps, if I'm not mistaken, if not only one sweep that was completed for a victory. Yes. Last week. Sweeps so, were one and one last week. Sweep curse is broken. TCU. <laughs>
1: Hypno Toad all the way. Hypno Toad. Keep him in that playoff. You yes. You know
3: I believe in that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Next up, we stay in the Big 12 uh, with actually probably a more important matchup if we're being honest the Kansas Jayhawks are playing host to the Texas Longhorns Mm. Texas coming in as a nine point favorite this game 130 on FS1 fans going 58% with Kansas who won this game in Austin last year on that famous two-point conversion to the random guy who got a sponsorship with B-dubs Applebee's Applebee's that's what it was Uh, what's his name the St. Peter's guy got the B Dubs one. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: All right. Uh, anyway, Texas at Kansas, who you guys got?
1: Hmm, this is probably a harder one for me than it should be maybe.
3: Ooh, some controversy.
1: Here's what I have to say. If Kansas did not beat Texas last year, I'll be picking them this year to beat this Texas team, you know, they've ha- Texas have had some good showings. Okay. Mix in with their normal Texas showings. Yeah. <laughs> so that's giving the fans a false sense of confidence. Ooh. It would be perfect for Kansas to come in and beat Texas and, you know, humiliate them. But that happened last year. Yeah. I think Ooh, Texas true. will be looking out for that, probably taking it a little more seriously, which is why I'm picking them to win this
3: game. Ooh, Dan.
0: I agree with Dan on this one, to be honest. Uh, if Kansas had not won last year. I would pick Kansas to win this year, though I do think this is a revenge game for Sarkeesian. Quinn Ewers had an awful game last week, so that means he's due for a better game <laughs> this week. Kind of a progression to the mean kind of thing. So give me Texas in this one.
3: Um. So as you guys know, I'm a man of principle.
1: Yeah, you are indeed.
3: My principles have been treating me fairly uh, this year. Um, especially in the last month and a half, in which I have not gone over 500 oh, since okay. week six. Oh no, that's all. Uh, Good stuff. So I gotta go with Kansas. This is a <laughs> classic fair. principal game. You gotta choose a new Big 12 team over a ex Big 12 team. Texas going to the SEC. That's true. Give me the Jayhawks, rock chalk, my dudes.
1: Fair enough. Bold, bold strategy there. That's
0: a bold strategy, Copper. Let's see if it works.
3: Uh, that is Coda, the little little intro for our next game, which comes from my wife McKinley. Oh. Dog in the house. McKinley has been saying this all season. She said that we need to do a pick for a game in which <laughs> nobody knows the teams, and we're not allowed to do research on the teams.
1: All
3: right, no research. We we just have to pick a random game. So we have selected St. Francis, <laughs> PA. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. At Merrimack. No, this is not the Civil War battleship that they found in Sahara. This is the College of Merrimack. That is 10 a.m. on ESPN3, Battle of FCS foes that still can't go to an FCS postseason game.
0: Yep. Honestly, joke's on you, McKinley, because I actually did know something about (laughs) these two teams. You think that I don't know about FCS? FBS, FCS, give it to me, baby. I am a member of the Sickos Committee. As Jared said, both of these schools have recently moved up from Division II. They are both undefeated in Northeastern Conference play, both going for first place in Northeastern Conference. Rival
3: of the Southeastern Conference. Mm -hmm. Yep,
0: yep, yep, yep. Very competitive. But both of these teams are postseason ineligible because of the NCAA's dumb antiquated rules and the NCAA should be abolished. I would really like to take a dump in the NCAA headquarters floor.
3: Nice. I've I've been to the headquarters by the way. Did you it take a dump, dump on the floor? No, but I uh, they have this cool little half court basketball thing where they have all the and game you took winning. A dump in it. Uh, no, I just shot a basketball.
1: Dang it. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> 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 For taking a dump in the I game.
3: I will not answer that question, Danny. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Check it out. A couple years from now, you will see it on our Instagram a video of us pooping in the NCAA headquarters. <laughs>
1: You gotta follow us to see it.
3: Yes! <laughs> get, <laughs> get, get, us get us to 200. Get us to 200,000 and we will poop in the NCAA headquarters. That's
0: a guarantee. 200,000 followers we will poop in the NCAA headquarters.
3: Okay.
1: Done deal. <laughs> I hope they don't hold us to that. So say Francis, Pennsylvania, okay. and Who you guys got? Unlike Justin, I do not know a single thing about either of these teams. Um, whether that Correlates with picking success <laughs> remains to be seen. Mm. However, which is why I'm going with St. Francis. Ah, nice, yeah. So you yeah. get some SFPA
0: in this one. Exactly. Um, I'm going to have to go with Merrimack in this one just because I think their name is cooler. Merrimack, St. Francis, Mary Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. kind of doesn't roll off the tongue very well. Okay. SFPA does a little bit better, but Merrimack, man, that, that's, that's just a cool name. Mary Mary Mac. Give me Merrimack in
3: this one. Okay. Uh, so, I mentioned it earlier um, Sahara. All time great movie, fantastic. Uh, Matthew McConaughey and his uh, little buddy that's the, hi, how are you? And uh, Penelope Cruz, they go in search of the Merrimack. It coincides with this huge plot by the government to poison the water and all this stuff. The bad guy's name in that movie, is Saint Francis. Oh, Just kidding. Goodness. No, it's not. It's, oh. <laughs> it's Zateb Kazim. Oh, no. close. Yes. Close. But translates to, to Saint, Saint Francis, 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 obviously. Yeah, of, course, of course. Yes. Of course. Once you go through Arabic, Ghanaian, and Fran- yep. France. And then uh, back don't to check No, don't. Um, anyway, no, in the final of the movie, no spoilers, they're stuck inside the Merrimack. What? They Is it find the movie it.
0: That came out like 20 years ago.
3: Uh, yeah, actually, it's 2005. So, <laughs> oh uh, anyway, they're inside the Merrimack. They find it. They load up a cannon, a Civil War cannon. In 2005, it still works. They shoot a cannonball at Zateb Kasim as he's flying in a helicopter, ready to nuke him to death. It goes through the window. It explodes. It kills St. Francis. Give me Merrimack in this one. Dang
0: it. Dan is the only one choosing Saint Francis. Is oh 68% of the fans have elected to choose Merrimack.
3: Th- we spent way too much time on that one. Um, moving on to the next one, we got our first rivalry game oh, of the week: nice. Yale at Harvard, a classic. 10 a.m. ESPNU. This is one of the all-time great rivalries. The uh, the fraternity pranks they pull on each other this week is hilarious. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see what comes out this this year. Fans, 76 with Yale. Maybe because they look like BYU? I don't know. Yeah, good point. Could be. Interesting. Many
0: times in high school, I was asked if I was wearing Yale memorabilia.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> I was not. I was wearing BYU Navy memorabilia. You blue <laughs> Give never me Harvard them. in this game, man.
0: I think, honestly, Harvard's a better football team. They do have very similar records. I think Yale may, might be one game better than them, if I'm not mistaken. But... Harvard is at home. You got to give them the home field advantage. It's always a ruckus stadium.
1: Give me Harvard. I'm going with Harvard as well. Um, what's, their, what's their mascot again? Uh, crimson. Smart people. Uh, I feel like it's Crimson. I don't know. Yale, their grades are inflated, just like their record. Oh. Harvard mascot is they're the Pilgrims.
3: John Harvard. Oh,
1: John <laughs> Harvard, the Pilgrim. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going with Harvard as well.
3: What is Yale? <clears throat> Yale? Do the
1: Bulldogs? Oh no, hold on. Yes,
0: you're right. Uh, oh, that's
3: that's where I'm going with my pick. Handsome I'm going. Dan. With, handsome Dan. Handsome okay. Dan.
1: I should have picked Yale.
3: <laughs> I'm going with Yale Bulldogs because your dog, you just so cute, your little puppy dog, and so I'm going with Yale.
0: Jared's going with Handsome Dan. huh?
3: Yep, Handsome Dan. Not not this Handsome Dan, though he is handsome, oh. but just I'm not picking with that Handsome Dan. The right. other Handsome Dan.
0: Next up at 5.30 p.m., Jared, can I get a check on that channel? If that is correct? <laughs> I do not think that is correct. I do not think it's on the SEC network. It is on the Pac-12 network. Stanford, who is 3-7, will be taking on Cal, who is also 3-7. Storied rivalry right here. Uh, Cal is a
1: 4.5-point favorite. The band is on the field. You can find this game at your local gas station pumps. (laughs) On the screens they have.
3: Or on your fridge.
1: Or on your fridge, yes.
3: (laughs) This
0: was a close one for the fans. 52% of them chose Stanford. Only one vote off. Uh, Who
3: do you guys got? I'm going to go with Stanford on this one. Strength of schedule reasoning. Obviously, the Bulls yeah. that BYU will be invited to once we beat Utah Tech. We'll be looking heavily at who we have beaten yeah. and who our opponents have beaten. Strength of schedule is of utmost importance at this point in the season. So give me Stanford.
1: I'm going with Cal simply because they're at home. That's all. It means a lot you know, to those schools. Home field advantage. Mm. Huge, <laughs> huge difference huge. maker. Worth at least... Five points. Oh, Oh, holy cow!
3: At a stadium that is Uh, no longer sponsored, FTX. Oh, Oh, FTX, (laughs) ripping pieces.
0: I'm also going with Cal in this one. Two reasons: I had a dynasty with Cal in NCAA, so you know I got to go with Cal. Second reason is because I think it would be absolutely hilarious if Cal lost. uh, Sorry, if Stanford lost to Cal and then somehow beat BYU the week after which I also think is very possible and would be quite hilarious. So for that reason, for those two reasons, give me Cal.
3: Okay. This nice. is turning out to be a week much like last week for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> be good or bad. That's true.
3: Yeah, it's probably going to be bad. <laughs> um, let's move on to the next game. Kay, I have a little story to tell. Okay. Iowa at Minnesota. This is one of the oldest rivalries in college football. As we know, the Big Ten has the best rivalries in all of sports. All of them have names and trophies and stories. The name and trophy and story for this one is the battle for Floyd of Rosedale. Mm -hmm. So here's the story. 1935. There was a game the previous year between Iowa and Minnesota. Very chippy. Very hard fought game. Lots of smack talk. Can't remember who won. Doesn't matter. But the mayors of these two towns in uh, Iowa and Minnesota I think they were the college towns. I don't know. But they made a bet, a mayor's bet. Classic, right? Love they the said, bet. I bet you a prize pig from Minnesota that we will win the game. And the Iowa guy matched them. And so then the they played the game. I think Iowa won. Doesn't matter, again, because it's a rivalry game. Uh, it was a live pig. And they gave it to him, but didn't give the live pig its shots. And so it died just a couple months later. <laughs> And the mayor was very mad. And so he commissioned a sculptor, uh, a, a sculpture artist. What's the name That's of those? A sculptor. A sculptor? Sculptist. A sculptist. Uh, and the sculptist sculptured <laughs> a graven image of wow. this pig. Graven
0: image? <laughs> yes. Wow. And since
3: 1935, they have passed this pig statue of Floyd of Rosedale back and forth for almost 100 years.
1: Incredible. It's beautiful. I love that. That's a beautiful thing.
3: Anyway, this game's 2 p.m. on Fox. Fans going 57% with Minnesota.
0: I'm going to go with Iowa on this one. Uh, this goes against everything I know, but um, Iowa's offense has kind of woken up the past couple weeks, what? and it's kind of been weird to see them actually put points up on the board, and they have a really good defense. So Minnesota's been struggling as of lately, so give me Iowa.
1: Okay. I'm going with Minnesota. I would like them to row a boat, nah. and I would like them to make Iowa's offense look bad again. Mm. Iowa will good, score good, good. less than two touchdowns in this game. Huh.
3: Wow, that's such a bet, Dan.
1: <laughs> <I hope. laughs> it's the odds on that are like minus 3,000. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I got Minnesota.
3: Okay, um, I think this is time for Jared's classic Ask Siri game, uh, this is the one? because I would like Minnesota... To win. I do like PJ Fleck. I do like the Golden Gophers. Funny mascot. Loves and to play football and mascot. stiff arm like Juvie kids. Or yeah. not not juvie kids, JV kids. <laughs> into the ground. <laughs> juvie kids too, why not? But it would be hilarious if Iowa beat Minnesota just because cool. I was so bad this year. So we're gonna go with it. Uh, heads is going to be Iowa, Tails, Minnesota. Hey Siri, flip a coin. It is Tails. Go Minnesota, guys.
0: Go Minnesota. Minnesota. All right. Fair enough. Next up at 5.30 p.m. on ABC, we have a classic rivalry. Bedlam. Let's go. Oklahoma State is traveling to the Sooners' house, Oklahoma. Oklahoma is a a 7.5 point favorite in this game. Now the fans, 67% of them, have chosen Oklahoma State to win. Who do you guys got?
3: This is an interesting one. It's hilarious because this game doesn't mean anything anymore, yep. and it used yep. to be big time. You oh, yeah. know, uh,
1: someone, I was someone ruined that. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, somebody I did same names. I wonder who. Two people, kind of. Two schools.
3: Yes, <laughs> very much indeed. Anyway, um, and you can throw Greg Sankey in there anyway. Yeah, um, So I obviously it's a principal pick because Oklahoma State, new Big Twelve team, Oklahoma SEC team. Here's the thing. Oklahoma, they have nothing to play for. True. Oklahoma State has everything to play for in this game. Oklahoma oh. State wants to leave this rivalry on a on a win because they will be the ones staying behind. Mm-hmm. They want to claim their stake. They won last year after nine years of not winning the game. They are going to come out fired for this game. Give me Oklahoma State.
1: I also have Oklahoma State. Now, Oklahoma is trending upwards this season almost. Yes. Their program's still trash, but this season (laughs) they've been playing better. Oklahoma State trending downwards. They started off, you know, top 10, whatever team. Not the case anymore.
3: (laughs) Reminds me of somebody.
1: Yes. (laughs) Oh, exactly. Which is exactly why I'm picking Oklahoma State to win this game. Let's go! (laughs) And ride the ship, turn the tides, send Oklahoma away. Um, They still have another season or two in the Big 12, but send them away (laughs) with their tail between their legs.
3: Ooh, I like that. Good reference.
1: Oh, I don't know why mine is highlighted. but oh.
0: highlighted. Oh. I'm going to choose Oklahoma in this one simply I because mean. I have chosen Oklahoma State twice in the past couple weeks, and they have let me down twice <laughs> because I said Spencer Sanders isn't playing, therefore they'll be better. Somehow they found a quarterback that's even worse than Spencer Sanders. Oklahoma State has just sucked absolute, like, the, the poop that I will, the future poop that I will poop <laughs> in the NCAA headquarters. That is the poop that they are sucking. Oklahoma State sucks, so give me Oklahoma
3: And it's highlighted green, so maybe that's a good omen. Yes. Yes. Green means go. Uh, Next up, we have a game big time for Justin. This is... I'll I'll let you take this one, Justin. This means a lot. This is your hometown Crosstown Clash.
0: Heck yeah, it is. At 6 p.m. on Fox, we have the number 7 USC Trojans, who are 2.5-point road favorites in Pasadena, playing number 16 UCLA. This is... uh, Like, honestly... As much as people make fun of USC and UCLA for their individual a- attendance, when they do play each other, people do show up. Of course. People, it, like, it's a, it's a rivalry. It's fun. Stadium fills up. The Rose Bowl is completely sold out, even though they are still, like, tarping over 12,000 seats. I was going to ask, okay. are they still, okay, They're Interesting. still tarping over 12,000 seats, but the rest of it is sold out. Hey, good for them, though. Which are, Granted, yeah. USC in general has a bigger fan base than UCLA, so I imagine they probably just don't want the stadium to fill up the True. more USC folks. Gamesmanship. Smart. So, if you're allowing me to take the lead on this one, I will say the fans, 62% of them, have chosen USC. This pick and my next will be completely off principle alone. Thank you. Yes. And that principle is Pac 12 cannibalization. (laughs) Because of that, I am picking UCLA to ruin the Pac 12's only hopes at the playoff
1: beating USC. I like it. Wouldn't that be glorious? (laughs) I'm also picking UCLA. USC have had a cupcake schedule. UCLA has faced much better teams. Absolutely. That's true. Oregon, who admittedly made UCLA look not super great. Yeah. (laughs) But I still think UCLA are better than USC, and the whole world will find that out as well this Saturday. All right.
3: Let's go. Uh, This is one of the most beautiful uniform matchups of all time. Oh yeah, There there are very few uniform matchups that match this one. No, this This is beautiful. They both wear the powder blue and the gold and then the The crimson and the the yellow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, so good. Delicious. You already know where the frick we're going, dude. Give me UCLA. (laughs) Cannibalization to the the max. Do I want USC to make the playoff? Yes, because that means that an SEC school would likely be left out. Oh. It's not going to happen, guys. Nope. UCLA is about to win this game by two touchdowns. And the fans have already picked USC, so it's not going to be a sweep.
1: Yep. Thank you, fans.
3: Shout so, fans. yep, taking the L for us. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on wood.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> <kinda> age well. <laughs> we
3: also, Sometimes transitive property. UCLA yeah. beats Utah by 10. Uh-huh. USC loses to Utah by
1: 1. 11-point mm. oh, victory, better. UCLA. Yep.
3: Easy peasy. There
1: you, you have right. it, folks. You are right. Next up, we've got another Pac-X, soon-to-be-Pac-10 <laughs> matchup. This is might be another principal pick, by the way, because we have <laughs> number something Utah traveling to <laughs> Oregon, number 12 Oregon, in a big Pac-12 matchup. Oregon's favored by three. Ooh. The fans picked Oregon 68% of the time. What do you guys think about this game?
3: This is an interesting game, and uh, I... I, I will put the hand up for this one. I forgot to update the point spreads before we did this uh, that's because good. That's good. because listen to this. This is hilarious. Has the spread moved. The spread has moved quite a bit. So oh, yeah. on what was it Wednesday? A Oregon wide receiver went to their press conference and let slip that Bo Nix will be out what? for the game. Yeah. Okay. So don't expect that wide receiver to see the light of day for the next. Three months. But the spread swung from Oregon minus three to now Utah minus two. Five points. I don't know if Bo Nix is worth five points, but, I mean, their backup must be bad. Here's my pick. You will never, ever, ever catch me picking Utah. I hate Utah. I hate their fans. I hate their facilities. I hate everything about them. Give me the Oregon Ducks. Screw Utah. Utah. I, too,
0: hate Utah. Except for one person in Utah. Love you, Katie. But I hate the university. I hate their athletic program. True. And as a principal pick, Utah is has the second best odds to go to the playoff for the Pac-12. But give me that Pac-12 cannibalization. Oregon, after taking a dumb loss, going for it on their own 37-yard line with one minute left, will beat Utah.
1: It don't matter to me that Bo Picks is out. (laughs) Oregon's probably better without him, like Oklahoma State somehow situation. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Oregon's going to win this game by a lot. Utah will be humbled finally. Yes. Cam Rising will be falling again. Uh, Their tight ends will all suck. Yes. So that our tight ends will not want to transfer there. (laughs) It'll be just the perfect week of that stuff.
3: Good pick. do you hate Utah? I do hate Utah. (laughs) (laughs) Good
2: question.
3: That that was a good question. That was a good question. We got live interaction from the fans here. Yes, we do.
0: Check that out.
3: (laughs) That's nice. We'll have a live show coming up soon. We'll do some giveaways. Maybe do, like, the whole college game day thing. Yeah, let's do it. All signs allowed. You can rated it whatever, not just PG. You can okay. bring whatever. We can
0: be straight sure rated R, like <laughs> NC-17. We don't, we don't give a crap. It's not it on like... TV. Yeah, just...
2: Wanker!
3: Wanker! Wanker!
0: Like, if you come and literally just scream wanker at us for the entire duration of the show, we will shake your hand after.
3: And we'll give you a mic. Yeah. Just over oh, talk over us, yelling wanker.
0: We will literally plug a mic, Like, one of the old, like, headset microphones that we have... And we will just give it to you to yell <laughs> wanker into the microphone over and
3: over again. Yep. Uh, anyway, that'll be our new outro. <laughs> uh, anyway, we got BYU playing host to Utah Tech. Final game. Obviously the biggest game. This is where College Game Day will be. Yep. Fox Big Noon Saturday will be here. 1.30 yep. on BYU TV. Don't miss it. Nope. Um, yeah, there is no spread, but I'm going with BYU. I am going with BYU Mm -hmm. I know, I know, hot take here Um, I'm going to contradict Wide receiver Marlon Evans Or whatever his name was, that definitely wasn't his name But that is his name Yeah, that's the one That's the one Uh, I'm going to go BYU 49 Utah Tech 10 Wow. That's, That's my final score I think it will be a shabongling
0: Fair enough I'm also going BYU in this one Principal
3: pick uh, I have BYU winning 41-17. to 17.
1: Okay. I'm picking the BYU Cougars. Wow. And I have them winning 48-13. to 13. Ooh, no, that's, no, that's no, pretty no. close, Dan. That's no, pretty, no,
0: pretty close. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Nail-biter. <laughs> we do have to address something, though.
3: We definitely have to address this.
0: 85% of the fans chose BYU. What? So that means <laughs> there insane. are six of you out there that chose Utah Tech to beat BYU – And we are going to read off your names and say one mean thing about you, as is custom on the show. All right.
1: Shall we
3: start? Let us begin. Who wants to start? Um, start? Uh, Yeah, Daniel. First off,
1: we have a stalwart in the picking against BYU (laughs) crowd. It's Trevor Daniels. Oh. Uh, Yeah. um, Most of the time when you pick against BYU, you are wrong.
3: Yeah. True. You are bad at this. We are over 500. You're bad. Are we? No, no. Actually, not over 500. I don't think we are. But... But we did have some 100 percenters early in the season, so
1: exactly.
3: Yeah, good, 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 good one, Dan. Not
1: a good move.
0: Mark Hayes, you sound like you are constantly in a haze. Whoa, Ooh, got get, him. Get off the Zaza, bro. Stop puffing <laughs>
3: the Zaza. Uh, Holly Lewis, uh, we, me and Dan know you. Unfortunately, okay. you are henceforth banned, uh, from this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, until the next fifteen seconds. Yes. So Ooh. skip forward. Um, you went to UVU. Band. Band.
1: Harsh, harsh words there. Yes. <laughs> um, next we have Nate Sorensen. I don't know who Soren is and oh. how you became their son. Oh. Uh-huh. But I'm sure they're not very proud of you for that one. <laughs> Yikes, Dad! Oh my! Goodness. Calm down. Bring out the big guns.
0: Oh shoot! Not first. He talks about the stork. Obviously, that's how babies are made. And oh yeah, baby. yeah.
3: Dad, Dad, calm down. That's what I was talking about. The
0: Stork. <laughs> Next up, we have somebody that's uh, interesting. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Jonathan
3: Anderson. My oh. Brother. He brought out the Jonathan. Uh-oh.
0: My brother Jonathan. You know what, Jonathan, you're short. You're the shortest one of the siblings. Oh. You are under six feet tall, 5'11 and a half. Oh. Suck it. Okay. Oh. That's what you get. Sorry, I just sorry, I just made fun of UCLA on your birthday and then remembered it was your birthday and then <laughs> called you back. Sorry. But.
3: That was probably an interesting conversation to have afterwards. You're short! <laughs> Bringing out the big guns. Uh, my last one is not quite as harsh. Okay. It's for Sam Lacombe. Why is your last name the Comb? Yeah, it's kind of. Oh,
1: that's a good point. <laughs> and I... you're short.
3: Yeah, and he's short. <laughs> short right. in wits.
1: Oh! Oh! oh, Dan
0: is on one today. We got Mark Hayes on the Zaza and
3: Dan off the Perk. <laughs> <laughs> we sure do. Um. All right. Um. Before we wrap up here. I just want to say, while I was going back for our last episode, we were going back looking at the win totals, I was reviewing all of our sheets and spreadsheets to kind of put together the totals and whatnot, um, and I found a lock that I had in early July. Oh, okay. I said, if, as you all remember perfectly, all the listeners definitely remember this. Oh, yeah, yeah, they totally do. I said, week 12... We're doing the SEC preview. Week 12, Western Kentucky goes to Auburn. I said, lock it up. Give it to me. Western Kentucky outright win over Auburn. I am locking that bad boy up. All right. I did this before we saw the Instagram or the Twitter post (laughs) where Big Red was literally looking over his kingdom. Uh That was uh, Jordan Hare Stadium. Uh Uh-huh. That was the stupidest post of all time. Dumbest that post. went yeah. so hard for Big Red.
0: Absolutely
1: dumb.
3: Give me Western Kentucky. They're definitely beating Auburn. That game on the SEC Network. So you don't have to watch. Don't worry about it.
1: Fair enough. You heard it here first. Western Kentucky Hilltoppers mm. over the fake Tigers. Dude, they're in the Hilltoppers, and they put them atop a Hill. They did put them on top of Hill.
2: What, what are you doing?
1: I
0: don't know. Doofus. Absolutely. Ridonculous. They're
3: probably, like, trying to figure out some scandal with the interim head coach right now. That's probably what they're they're <laughs> yeah, focused yeah, on. they're
1: focused on that right now. Of course, of course. Any closing thoughts? Go Tigers! Go Tigers! <laughs> <laughs> Not, that just came to me.
3: <laughs> I wonder why, Dan. Does it have to do with your likeness being Gumbo. that... Close to anyone that used to play for him,
1: interesting. It may or may not have something in Inter- chat, dude. Confirmed, damn, yep. is definitely
3: Joe Burrow, Dan Joe Burrow. <laughs> definitely pulling a go tigers like we wouldn't notice. Dan this Joe Burrow.
1: guy thought I could sneak one past you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, my parting thoughts, uh, U-S-A! USA, 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 uh, go USMNT. We're gonna beat Wales, we're gonna beat the frick out of Wales, we're gonna be in four 0 Christian Pulisic is going to have all four goals.
1: Actually, I have. I did some simulations. Oh, oh that, that, that simulations. is going deep. I played FIFA. Let's go. Ah. Here's what happened. We okay. beat, uh, I can't remember who we played first. It wasn't the same order as it actually is in real life. Okay. But we beat England. No, we played Wales first. Okay. okay. 2-0. Nice. nice. Dub, right? Iran, okay. 3-1. Dub. Nice. Let's nice. go. Nice. England, 2-1. Yeah. No, really ah! Yeah. So we advanced to the next stage. Then I think we played France. Okay. We played one team before France. I don't remember what okay. it was, but we won. We played France.
3: Big big time matchup. Beat
1: them three nothing. No. Then we played Portugal and lost two oh! one in the round of eight or whatever it's called. Dang. So yeah.
3: Duda. Uh, I would give my lefty for a round of eight appearance for the USMNT. So
1: so you heard it here first. That was the official um, royal, strong, and true simulations of the World Cup.
3: Beautiful, Dan. Beautiful. Dan's coming in clutch with these hard numbers, pulling a Bud Elliott over here. He really is.
1: He really is. The Numbies.
0: My parting thought is this. Uh, If you get us to 200,000 followers, we will take a dump in the NCAA headquarters lobby.
3: Good parting thought. All right, let's do it. Make it happen, fans. Make it
1: happen, please. Make it happen. (laughs) Make our day.
3: And the NCAA's day. Oh, yeah. I wonder if the NCAA will still be around by the time we hit 200K. By the time we hit 200.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you everybody for joining us for this episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are very glad you decided to join us. If you listened this far into the episode, please comment on our latest post, poop in the NCAA lobby. (laughs) Poop in the NCAA lobby on our latest Instagram post. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at loyal2royalpod where you're finding lots of fun and interactive content. Make sure you check out the weekend watch guide which will be posted on the website and we will link it on our Instagram and Twitter as well. Check it out, website royalstrongandtrue.com. We'll see you next time, guys. We love you. Thank you.
2: Goodbye
3: now. By the way, just want to say, I finished Red Dead Redemption 2 yesterday. Best video game I have ever played in my entire life. Fantastic. But I've never played it. Me neither. Go no Cougars. Poop and then still Raw, 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 raw,